today on Meteor Sandwich. We have good friend of the show, Jason Plushnack. And what are you currently working on? My next project I'm doing is trying to photograph the International Space Station. And um, it's really tricky because it's going so fast and getting the focus and the exposure right. All right, we talk about that, film cameras. Uh, Jason always goes in his underwater stuff, which is fantastic and a little wet. And then for Toad and Reads, we look through a top 10 list of bad habits of photography. And, uh, and there's some good ones in there and some ones that shouldn't be in that list. Yeah, we might skip over a few. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> The views and opinions expressed in Media Litter Sandwich do not reflect on the views of the network, station, studio, website, sponsors, guests, hosts themselves, anyone or anything else associated or even not associated with this podcast. Maybe not even the person that said them. In other words, do your own research and do not sue anyone over what is said on this show. Like this awesome movie, it has kind of like ruined now because now I know like behind the scenes of how, you know, it was done, but it was so epic. Well, welcome to Media Layer Sandwich. I'm Scotty, better known as Toten from Toten.com. And of course, welcome to Media Litter Sandwich, where you can find us on MediaLittersandwich.com, many podcast apps, and of course, DV Radio. And guess what? Now on DV Radio, if you go to uh, listen to us on DVRadio.net, or your live 365 app. I prefer dvradio.net because you can chat with us every Tuesday night at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern time zone. And now we're first playing on there. So if you want to hear the podcast first, go on Tuesdays, go listen to us live, and you can chat with us and be the first person to uh, listen to the podcast. And today we are, of course, filming slash recording at the Foundation Studio at the Foundation Hotel in down, I almost said downriver. No, we're downtown. Oh, downtown Detroit. I, I mean, I'm used to being downriver. Um, <laughs> except for every single day when I'm downtown. That doesn't make any sense. Anyways, downtown Detroit, literally looking at Cobo Hall right to our right. And this mm. is always a beautiful hotel. And the people that work here are always so amazing to me. And speaking amazing to me, uh, t- today I have good friend of the show. Um, Jason, I just say Jason P or Jason Long, yep. Polish last name. <laughs> Jason Pluschnack. Yep. Pluschnack. Mm-hmm. Man, your last name makes me hungry. Yeah. <laughs> Polish sausage I, or something. Yeah. yeah, I just, I, you know what? I, I just could use a little Pluschnack, um, <laughs> and just nibble. <laughs> TMI. <laughs> oh! This is an awesome hotel here. I just got a chance to walk around through uh-huh. a little bit. It's very beautiful. If you get a chance, check it out. And it's kind of like an art gallery, too, because yeah. there's always little arts. I, I did notice uh, it's like every month they have a new artist being featured, and mm-hmm. then um, a couple of the other uh, paintings get swapped out around. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's fantastic. I'm actually trying to get the main artist to come on the show. I got to check out the food, too. That, that looks delicious. Yeah. So I saw some of the stuff being served out. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Jason, go ahead and update us, or at least uh, remind the audience what you do. So uh, I do photography on the side and uh, triathlons, uh, uh, photograph models, and um, do a little video projects here and there. And um, right now it's the summer, so I'm doing triathlons. I got like something going on every other weekend. Uh, swim, bike, run is mostly the stuff for a 5K run. Um, in two weeks, I got a, a biathlon. It's Run, swim, run, swim, run. And you got to carry uh, your shoes with you on a little uh, bag. 
and you swim with the shoes. Some people like just run uh, swim with their shoes on or stuff like that. But it, it, it's a challenging uh, course. Right. And you're happy that you're photog- you know, that you're taking pictures of it versus participating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it feels like I do, you know, like a 5K run because I, I have to walk out in the course and, and then walk back. And then I look at my pedometer. I did, you know, a 3K, a 5K walk. Yeah. But I'm lugging around all the gear. Yeah. Right. It's definitely a workout. Mm-hmm. I know when when I was doing the, the zombie walks, it was... I was way I was doing way more than because uh, I would mm-hmm. do the do the whole parade. I guess yeah. I refer to them as parades because mm-hmm. that's what it is. Um, you know, I do. I, I'm running around the whole parade back and forth. Mm-hmm. I'm going from the front of the line to the back of the line, and I usually end up back at the front multiple times with with all my yeah. gear. <laughs> and I, I asked you this one time. I was like, Toad. You have this giant camera that's the size of like a rocket launcher. I was like, "Why do you have this big honking thing that weighs thirty-five pounds?" Here's this little small like Sony camera or whatever that weighs a half an ounce. And what you said, you want everyone to look at you, so mm-hmm. everyone's going to look at the big camera and not the little toy little camera. Yeah. And um, so that, that there's a factor in that. And, and you can see the difference. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not talking quality-wise because you can use any camera as long as you know how to use mm-hmm. it. I mean, DSLRs are absolutely beautiful, and you can do a lot of stuff with them. I, I, For these things, yeah. I prefer a broadcast camera because I don't want to swap mm-hmm. out my lenses. Not saying you can't just yeah. run with one lens the whole time. But when you, when you want, like, 30 people looking at you all at the same time, they're going to look at the big camera yeah. versus the small one. I use the same camera, or at least it used to be the mm-hmm. same camera a lot of news outlets use, um, and mm-hmm. some of them still use that same line. They might use the newer model because my camera is getting mm-hmm. kind of old now. Um, but some of the smaller stations still use a very similar model as as I use, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's a broadcast more. It's more of an ENG electronic yeah. news gathering uh, camera as it, than what you would call a DSLR or a run and gun. Even though ENGs by definitions are run and gun cameras, mm-hmm. you just literally grab it and you go and you get what you need. And I'm seeing a lot of YouTubers. They'll have like a DSL, DSLR camera and then they'll put a microphone and all this stuff mm-hmm. on it, and it's building up heavier and heavier gear. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they, okay. they have to have. I mean, a lot well, no. They should they should just go ahead and buy the the cinema camera because they're adding all this yeah. stuff on it. You buy the cinema camera, it's already built in the ND filter and all this other mm-hmm. stuff. And then you know, yeah, I mean, a lot of filmmakers they're running around with uh, uh, shoulder rigs and, and and a big setup and a cage and everything. And you got sometimes you got to look at them and go, you know, if you just grabbed a depending on the look they're going for, yeah. You could already grab an ENG camera. It, depending on the look they're going for, obviously, yeah. if you're gonna, if you want like a red camera, you're gonna build everything up, and it's real a lot of personal preference, a lot of stuff. You know, because of what I've done in the past, it's just what I currently have. If I had the money to buy more cameras, I totally would, uh, and I would figure out something else. I, oh, I got a sidetrack here. The, um, I got this baby stroller. It's a jogging stroller with the giant 10 or 15 inch wheels, mm-hmm. three wheel, three wheel jogging stroller. So I could put my camera on a tripod on the baby stroller and then I get nice, steady footage. Oh, I'll tell you what I want to do. I want to get a, I can, don't have the money for this, but I want to get a mini Segway, which you can control by your mm-hmm. phone and they're built to be stable and everything like that. And I want to put a 360 camera mm-hmm. mounted up. Uh, on the mini Segway. The mini Segway is it's kind of like a hoverboard, except yeah. for bigger tires made by Segway. 
is stable. It's the one that you control with your knees. Mm, and you, right. so you put like a monopod up on that. Mm -hmm. uh, so you have a 360 camera, eye level, and you can control it by your phone. Nice. I seen someone. And I do have a Segway scooter now, too. Someone was doing the lawn with the weed whacker, and he was on a Segway. And he was r ripping up and down the, the <laughs> sidewalk with the uh, his Segway. Yeah. I was like, oh, that is so awesome. And the gas power. Yeah. yeah, I do have an electronic Segway scooter now that I won at Infocom uh, through Rave Publications. I need to try to figure out how to incorporate that, except for I have to have my hands on the handle. So maybe I put a like a GoPro or something on mm -hmm. the on the handle. Um, speaking of different cameras, you have a couple toys with us today. Yes. Maybe not so much modern or digital. Uh, but definitely of interest. So I'm, I've, I went backwards in technology, um, film. Well, which is growing trend. There's a lot of uh, mm -hmm. people using film cameras now. So I got my 35 millimeter film, and I got my 120 film, bigger um, film, and uh, digital now. I'm, bigger I'm, film. That that that's yeah. a good technical term. Yeah, it just met, it's like two or three times bigger than 35. Okay. The um, with digital, you kind of get carried away and go clickety click, 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 click. And then before you know it, you got like 500 photos of like the same thing. And film um, really helps you slow down. And, you know, it takes longer to get the right exposure, get in focus. And um, so, you know, it's nice to, you know, you know and also mechanically too, because there's all these mechanical switches and stuff. And just the joy of taking the photo. You know, mm -hmm. and you only got a roll of 36 on one or like 12 images on the on the big guy here and it's expensive to develop it so you know each shot is like cha-ching cha-ching out of your wallet and um <laughs> that's just yeah. depressing every <laughs> shot well there goes money yeah there goes money yeah oh that could have been a sandwich but i just took a couple shots you're right you're right but the the quality though because everyone you know is doing digital but then this film look is kind of coming back and um, there's something about film with the grain that's kind of unique. And um, so I got a few people there say, Oh, let's, let's shoot film. And um, mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I got the gear and it, it's really nice. Well, people do a lot of stuff with digital to make it look like film too, yeah. which is kind of interesting. Yeah. And then with this, with the film um, editing, I was like, okay, I got a roll 36 mm -hmm. and that takes half an hour to just kind of do a quick edit crop process done. And you know, I so said the 500 or 300 photos on the digital, you're you know spending hours at night going through and no, no, yes, maybe, and um, cropping and deleting and. Yeah, but that's so. also a sign of of someone that's been taking pictures for a while, versus uh, um, an amateur photographer yeah. or someone that just doesn't know what they're grabbing. Yeah. Like if you you know, if you were out with uh, um, with kind of a half you know not fully knowing what you're going to take pictures of, like a tourist. Mm -hmm. They're walking down, you know, hiking. Oh, that looks really nice. Take a picture take of a it. Picture, yeah. Take a picture. Take a picture. Oh, wait, does it look better like here or there? And yeah. it gives them that freedom yeah. to take all the pictures. And, and you <laughs> and you learn from your mistake. So you right. take a picture. Oh, that didn't work. You take another, yeah. you do adjustment, take another picture. And it's, okay, now, now I learned don't do this, but do this. And we're also talking about mm -hmm. someone that will take, pic, you know, for yourself, who's either getting paid or you want your pictures displayed somewhere to mm -hmm. to show your work. So you kind of have a better idea. And each picture does take time. Yeah. Time is money. And you said that click mm -hmm. is like a cash register against yeah. you. And Unless you're working for a client. I don't know. The um, 
one one of my uh, uh, good photographers, she told me about how um, before you take the picture, would someone buy this photo, yes or no? If no, don't take the photo. And that relieved a lot of, um, you know, stress on taking pictures and stuff. And, I, I, you know, while I'm framing it up, I'm like, that looks a nice, looks like really nice. I might take the, it's, it's not buying worthy. No one would buy this photo. And then I don't take the photo. And then, you know, I'm taking less photos now because it's like, okay. it's, it's like, oh, that looks cool, like a keepsake reminder of something, but it's not a, like, epic photo of, um, you know, something well, happening. Well, you go back to the, am I taking this photo for myself or for a client or for who? Mm-hmm. You know? And then this gets lost in the the, hist- the timeline. You know, right. But. And people are really are going back to, to film. Um, I, I've talked to younger photographers <laughs> that uh, are asking about, you know, digital video. And like, yeah, um, I'm just seeing what the difference is because I usually use a film camera. Like, wait, you're taking pictures on film, so you don't operate a video, a digital video camera right now. Huh, interesting. Tell me more about your film. <laughs> it, so it's really come back. In fact, I saw a Kickstarter that is, has a, a package that will turn your film camera to a digital camera. Um, mm-hmm. where you can take the pictures all digitally and, and, and all that good stuff, or at least give you a nice digital preview if that's all that you prefer. Yeah, the resolution's not that great, but there's mm-hmm. some stuff that fits inside of like a film uh, canister. And Okay, so you've looked at those. Yeah, yeah. but still, it's not the film. You, you got the film. You might as well put the film in. Yeah, I mean, right now I think it's more of a toy when you're doing stuff like that, mm-hmm. but... I mean, options. It gives people way more more options and also mm-hmm. a reason to, uh, <laughs> if they're not doing it professionally, if they just want to go play around, they could get to know their camera without spending a ton of money on film. Yeah. And then the cool thing about film, I go to Greenfield Village or a historical mm-hmm. um, park or I'm shooting classic cars. And like a, here's a car from the 1930s or something and someone's dressed up in the period outfit. So oh, let me shoot film with this so it has the the look. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it, it it completes the look. And, you know, just, but th- does th- it? But does it? I mean, you could uh, just throw a filter on it. Yeah. I mean, you could, you could do all everything you want in 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 editing, right? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm playing devil's advocate. <laughs> Crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, wait. Are you telling me I can't just take my uh, my iPhone or mm-hmm. Pixel three? And and take this high quality photo with my phone, and I just can't uh, throw some filters on it and Instagram later. Yeah, yeah, I can. can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's a photographer now, though. But these are yeah, things. Yeah, with these to, to, iPhones, yeah. everyone's taking pictures of iPhone with the iPhones and mm-hmm. Android and Samsung and mm-hmm. whatever. And <laughs> but for me, it's like a photo that tells. I think a story. I broke his story. I, yeah. I broke his spirit. I'm sorry. Yeah. Wah wah. <laughs> so um moving on the, uh the summer there's a lot of things to shoot in the summer here mm-hmm. um night photography um when especially when there's uh called new moon when the moon's not out uh you can see the Did I see that twilight movie no no no, no, no i would moon. never watch twilight uh, movies go yeah. ahead sorry the uh the, the solar system it's amazing to see um all these stars pop out when the moon's not out and um so I'm like, oh, right, the new moon. I want to go out to the dark sky park, and it's cloudy. I'm like, oh, I got to wait another month. 
And then another, mm -hmm. another model come, comes by, and then it's cloudy, it's rainy. I'm like, oh, no, come on. And then so I'm, I got a couple of people going out to a, another dark sky park, and I was like, okay, well, we're going to go into the next one. Hopefully it would be a you know, nice mm -hmm. blue sky, not, I mean, dark sky, no clouds. And, you know. Maybe one of these days I'll invite you up to the cabin. Mm-hmm. There's some, the, there's um, some, but nice it's nice because it's warm at night. Because when I shoot at in the winter, it's you know free, you're freezing my butt off. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> well, you said you're, you're filming or you're taking pictures at night of the sky, and mm -hmm. there you have a new moving target you're trying to get. Oh yeah, so uh, uh, the International Space Station. So someone uh, brought up to my attention. Was like, hey, I want to try this uh, ISS International Space Station. I want to shoot that. And so with I, a camera. Mm -hmm. with a camera so to make it because uh, i seen it two months ago the international space station at night fly overhead and it and it looks like a tie fighter flying overhead because <laughs> you got the solar panels and then you got the core with the the tubing and everything and i was like whoa there it is cool and then so my, my friend um he says i want to shoot the international space station but with the sun behind it so we, we there's a all different types of apps or um, transit finders. I forgot the website. But anyway, they, um, we found the location, so we were all lined up, and there's clouds. I'm like, <sighs> we waited like weeks for this moment, and then there's clouds. Mm -hmm. But we're looking at what other people were shooting, and we got to shoot really fast shutter speed because that thing is going thousands of miles an hour. And you know, like even one thousandth of a second, you're going to get shutter blur. So you got to bump that shutter. Right. Speed. You're shooting digital, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I have a solar filter on the lens, and with a mm -hmm. 400 millimeter, and then a, 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 a 1.4 extender on there. Okay. And um, uh, the guy I was shooting with, he had a 600 millimeter. <laughs> I'm a little jealous with this giant lens. I'm like, oh man. <laughs> Looks more but, like a bazooka than it does a yeah. camera. <laughs> so, but you, I've yeah. seen people shoot with the the International Space Station with mm -hmm. the the moon behind it, or the sun, or or just the international space station in outer space but so that's that's my bucket list right now i'm trying to capture like how do you plan for that like is it only certain nights where you you might be you know obviously weather but besides yeah. the weather um when is it visible uh well with the sun you you can't really see it until it, it crosses the sun okay and, it, and it, it's only like two and a half seconds and go and two and a half seconds a night, or no, no, two and a half seconds during the day, it, okay. it passes the sun. So you got to be like ready and start clicking away. Well, how do you know when it's going to pass? There's there's all these apps online okay. and um, the transit. I, I'm sorry, I don't have the the, you, the website with me. If but, people are interested, they could Google it. Gotcha. Yeah, and the, the ISS Transit and mm -hmm. there's. So you use, okay, so there's apps. Uh, people, this is a known hobby. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. I mean, is it different for uh, where you're uh, at? Obviously, Michigan's yeah. going to be different than, I don't know. Uh, yeah, a southern state or yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, Yeah, or another country or something. Brazil's going to see it differently than America. Yeah, and then you got the rotation of the earth axis. So different mm -hmm. types of the year, you're not able to get it. But the other part, other months, you're able to get it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you have that small window. And I guess it's kind of like a bucket list. Of like, I got the shot and you didn't. Oh. So there's the <laughs> Yeah. Well, is that harder to get than, let's say, uh, um, lightning striking? Yeah. So we had rain here in Detroit a few days, uh, a few weeks ago. And I got a, a couple of shots of lightning hitting Detroit. 
uh, last year. And I was, oh, let me do that again this year. So I, I look at the forecast and it said 70% chance of lightning. I'm like, yes. I head down to Detroit, no rain, um, no, no, no lightning. I'm like, oh. then you know, there's this another, oh, you know, 60% chance of rain, uh, rain and uh, lightning. I head down there and I missed it. I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, darn it. And, it's because you're here. Yeah. I mean, a few, uh, um, a month or so ago over at the uh, Down River Comic Show and Collectibles Expo, whatever, I mean, we had lightning hit the building. So, wow. but it's, <laughs> so I mean, if you were hanging out with us, you would saw lightning hitting a building. Yeah. So there's a sensor that detects lightning and then it takes the picture and then I have it set for Wait, like you can get seconds. a sensor for that? Yeah. Like mm -hmm. an add on physical sensor that yeah. you buy? Yeah. And then, so if, if there's like six lightning strikes, it, it takes six photos. And there's a sensitivity level. So you bought this thing that, yeah. how much does that cost? But it's about and how does it work? 40 bucks, but it does other okay. Um, triggers. and. Okay, so it's not just a lightning, lightning sensor. No. It's a light sensor is pretty yeah. much what and it I is. And I can, it's remote gotcha. it to my phone too. So if I want to remotely take a photo of my, uh, with my phone, trigger mm -hmm. the camera, I could do that too. So it has other purposes. Okay. And there's a laser thing, so a laser trip thing. So if someone passes by, and trips the laser, it would take a photo. There's a vibration right. thing. So it, if it feels vibration, it would take a photo. Mm -hmm. So there's wildlife, um, uh, Pluto trigger is what it's called. Um, okay, now yeah, I'm either like thinking of the of the dwarf planet, that's no, what it's yeah. called, right? Dwarf, pla mm -hmm. uh, dwarf planet and the Disney dog. Um, <laughs> Pluto, stay away, you're gonna trigger the, the sensor. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's a it's a nice trigger. You know, it has multiple purposes. Mm -hmm. and, you know, the lightning was one of them. But I I got one epic shot of lightning, in the, at wide angle lens. I'm on a parking structure, and then you can see the whole city and this lightning going all the way across uh, Detroit, and then zapping one uh, tower. And um, but that took me three attempts, <laughs> like three days, and you know, and then. Nice. Yeah. Now, are you still doing underwater stuff? Yeah. Um, underwater photography, excuse yeah. me. I know stuff is a very technical term. Yeah. So in my triathlon, the swim, bike, run, I'm in the water uh, photographing the swimmers. And then when I'm not doing that, um, I got an um, accessory. It's a dome lens. So um, I can do like a 50-50 split uh, above and below water. You get the whole uh, scene. It's like the, the, the scenes where people see where like – the uh, like a couple, one person's below the water, one person's above the water, and they're staring at each other. That's kind of the the yeah. picture or the friend that you see a lot. Um, and I always thought that was Photoshop. Like they took a mm -hmm. picture of one and they took a picture of the other. I didn't realize you could take that picture in one shot. That's an actual yeah. picture. It, I mean, you, it, it you, looks beautiful. You do that with the with the dome lens because it displaces the water outward. So then you you could see both. If you have a flat glass, you can't. You only get one or the other. It's um, so I'm working with a mo uh, one model. She's going to dress up as a mermaid, looking up underwater, and then a pirate on the, on the um, pier looking down. Now you see why we're friends. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I'm but you know, trying to get the mermaid and the pirate, mm -hmm. and then the location, and you know, trying to get all this stuff together. Right. That's just you know. So that's kind of my other bucket list I want to get to. Right. I mean, you usually shoot uh, in a pool. Yeah. Because the pool, I could see all the way across. And uh, with a lake here in Michigan, it's Lake Murky. I only get like seven feet, and then it, it's just 
you know, all that, the trees yeah. um, and the sap and everything kind of. Yeah, you might actually have to build a set or something like, like, like have a, a, a fake dock or something. No. Yeah, I'll just probably go to a local dock, uh, one of these lakes, um, mm -hmm. um, check that out. Or I'll just do a pool, have a guy look over the pool. Yeah. Put in the pirate outfit and the mermaid looking up. Yeah. Or have him in a boat or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he could do that. Yeah, a rowboat. Yeah, yeah, he could be on a rowboat. That'd be cool. Or a kayak looking. <laughs> a pirate on a kayak. Sounds like one of my excursions. See, that's another thing with my underwater. Uh, I want to get this shot. Mm -hmm. So, like, imagine you fishing. I get that shot above. And then below, I'll get the um, the fishing lure and the worm. Oh, yeah. And then get, like, a school of fish kind of floating around the worm. Yeah, that's but fine. I, I, but the problem, I got to be like really slow and gentle not to scare the fish away. But if you get in an area that's um, like a lot of fish, that would be a, like a really cool shot. Okay. Mm -hmm. so I'm looking for those uh, like those epic shots. And, you know, I got the gear now, so I want to get these shots done. And it's the summer, so I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm all game. Let, let's do this. Where, where do you buy your gear from? Um what, uh, the underwater stuff or the... Just In general, regular? when you're like, I need to buy something, how do you start your search? Oh, um, I always support the brick and mortar store. Okay. I, I need them around. And then, you know, it's nice to, you know, I, I need help. I, I ask help at the... Oh, so we got ProCam. Oh, yeah, uh, that's, that's a nice close. store. Uh, they, they know me by name. They're like, hey, how are you yeah. doing? What do you need? And um, We're not yeah. sponsored by them. Yeah. We're just talking about local stores. And, mm -hmm. and they also have a great uh, back studio, too, which yeah. they do teach mm -hmm. workshops and stuff. So go to your local store, buy stuff there first. If they don't have it, then outsource it to any website. Yeah, and if you do go to Amazon, uh, try Smiled on Amazon. It doesn't cost you anything more. Uh, it's just... Whatever you buy, a small percentage of that will go to charity, and it adds up, so you get to choose your charity of choice. Mm. And, of course, being part of DV Radio, uh, we like to tell people our charity of choice is DV Farm, which it is our charity of choice. Uh, you know, I do switch it every once in a while, mm -hmm. but I definitely uh, I keep DV Farm on there as my default. And then default. Uh, eBay is good because that's where I got these two uh, cameras here. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, let me show you this, the sound of this old film camera. This is awesome. That, so I cock it, and then. Oh. do that again. That sounds awesome. I love it. Yeah, it's I just, love it's, that it's, sound. It's, the sound is so different. You don't get that in digital. So it's, a, you know, something different. Yeah. Oh, man, I do love these microphones. <laughs> yeah. You pick that up. Rewind. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Time, time, I, I, dude, index. I'm isolating. That's for myself. Uh -huh. I'm isolating that sound. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And people don't know, um, which you wouldn't know, video version is different than the audio version. We're using Heil microphones. Again, not a sponsor. It's what's, in the, um, it's what's in the podcast studio at, mm -hmm. at the beautiful Foundation Hotel. This is a really nice place, too. Uh, yeah. I was pleasantly surprised. It's, it's <laughs> well, what are you saying? It's better than my old apartment? <laughs> no, you had all your little figurines and stuff. That was kind of fun to see. And then you had that uh, that model that uh, that doll the, the, with the what the, model doll? What, what, what was that one called? Oh, the, the mannequin. The mannequin, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was 
man, I, I want to get Svetlana out of storage. I would, you know, if I had the time to set this place up every time I came in, mm-hmm. I'd probably have a, another camera to set up. I'd probably have um, oh, the one. banner in the window so people mm-hmm. know what we are. And I would probably have uh, the mannequin just hanging out on the side wearing a shirt. So on the video version, Something. we have this yellow background, but we're looking at this window of people walking by. And they're, they're like looking at us and waving hi, and then uh, just kind of people watch. It's kind of fun here, too. Yeah. So it's, oh, yeah. So that's like if we got distracted, that's what we're, we're looking at people driving the by. The first walking few by. episodes in here, I was so distracted. Yeah. It's so hard. <laughs> it took me a while to get used to it. Yeah. So for the toy and rate section, I just did a quick search for um, photo uh, tips or whatever. And I end up on nine bad habits of photographers from digitalphotographyschool.com. Um, I'm not really familiar with them, but it has school in the title. So it's got to be good, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, so we can go through some of these tips. Uh, we'll just read the highlights. Let's see. Does it have an author's name? Uh, Valerie Jarden is the author's name. Um, so if you want to know, you could always just Google Nine Bad Habits of Photographers by Valerie Jarden, and that's on digital-photography-school.com. And I do not see a date up front, so I like to note that. And it doesn't look like it's too spammy. I don't. I don't it's all on one page, it looks like. So the bolded ones is, oh, we go from one to nine. Okay. All right. So number one, not taking your camera everywhere with you. I don't think that's a bad habit. I mean, now everyone's got a camera on them, obviously, mm-hmm. their cell phone, but taking their good. I used to take a video camera with me everywhere I went, and mm-hmm. I think the worst part of that wasn't me not using it all the time. It was other people telling me to use it. Mm. Um, well, the other problem too is like if I got an expensive camera, I don't want to yeah. take it everywhere. Yeah. And then uh, that's why. Because you don't like, want to leave it in the car. If you're going, yeah. if you're like, oh, I got to run there in the grocery store, mm-hmm. you don't want to leave that in the car. Yeah, that's why you have like a cheap camera or whatever. But like yeah. that one guy, he says the best camera you have is the one with you. And that's like in, you know, whatever phone you have. Yeah. Nowadays, that's your phone. Mm-hmm. And you could do some amazing stuff with your phone, not saying it's primary camera. But, like, sometimes when my big camera is overkill for what I need, you know, mm-hmm. I don't need this big F2.8 uh, lens and, um, you know, 70 to 200. My 24 to 105 F4 lens is more than adequate. You know. mm-hmm. Okay. In the article, they do kind of just said the best camera is the one you have on you. So yeah. it may not always be the DSLR, but I do got my iPhone. Yeah, that's pretty much what we said. I don't want to read this word for word or nothing like that. But yeah, it's pretty much the same thing. So um, do I agree? I don't think that's a tip. I don't think that's a habit mm-hmm. at all. You're going to have your phone on you. I think that's an outdated. Mm-hmm. I think that's just outdated. Now, most everyone, you know, everyone, even my girlfriend, she, you know, goes through parks and everything like that. She can't bring a big camera because she doesn't want to break it when she's hiking. Oh, yeah. and what, stuff what if like you're that. hiking or jogging? You yeah. don't want to bring the. Yeah. I don't think that's a. I don't think that's a bad habit tip. I think that's just a general. Hey, you are your photographer. You always got a camera with you, and your best one's the one you have on you. Now, to, you add, to add on that, to reverse it, what would be a cool thing is if you're at a park or a beach somewhere, mm-hmm. turn your cellular phone off. Enjoy the moment. You're walking. Yes. You're walking in a park. 
don't get distracted by do 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 do. You know, oh, text message, this, that, and the other thing. Just turn your phone off. Be within the park. Enjoy the park for what it is. Yeah. Don't get distracted by. I would recommend that. Turn off any um, notifications and stuff. I do not like recording concerts when I'm in the when I'm in attendance because I'm there mm-hmm. to enjoy it. I don't. Oh. I put away. I put away my phone. Yes. I don't bring anything with me. Um, I mean, I might have my phone with me, but I don't record it. What, uh, I recently went to mm-hmm. a, to a comic show. And I decide I'm not bringing my video camera. I'm, I'm just going to let all the cosplay go by. I'm mm-hmm. not going to. And I enjoyed it. And I had some great conversations with mm-hmm. people I don't really get to spend that much time with. I've seen this so many times. Like everyone in the front row, they're recording it, like the whole concert with their mm-hmm. iPad or their phones or whatever. And, and I'm like, good. I got 20 or 30 people in the front row recording this concert. I'm just going to enjoy the, the concert. As it is, and uh, have that a good, to good me time. is a yeah. That and then the always next day, taking pictures and always taking video. That to me is a bad habit it, of well, a photographer. Well, let me finish this real quick. Yeah, so at the, at the at the end of like a month, a week, a week mm-hmm. or two later, I just YouTube the concert. And I was like, oh, here's this person in the front row. I, I could get a snippet of the concert, and then so that that would be my remembrance mm-hmm. of it. And but then I enjoyed the you know melody and the beat and the people around me and you know i'm not because when you're, you're trying to focus you're trying to hold the camera steady and you're not there and what there are you going to use it. it for yeah you know it's, it's for yourself and i used to do that i used to record like a little like the core like a chorus of, of one of my favorite songs yeah and i realized later on what am i using this for this is for mm-hmm. myself absolutely for myself but what am i using it for mm-hmm. nothing you know um, and other people do enjoy doing that, but to me, that's that's a bad habit. A photographer, a videographer, is always doing it, even when you don't have to mm-hmm. enjoy it. And then I like this, like some uh, concerts. You know, they they say you don't have to do, take the photos. We're we're gonna have a, a someone behind behind the studio re- recording the whole thing. We're having it professionally recorded, so you could have the free recording later. So you don't have to hold the, your yeah. camera up. Okay, uh, next tip in this article, the number two. Sleeping late and missing that good early light. That's a habit? I thought the habit was getting up really early. Let's sleep. Yeah, well, yeah, you got the good morning, the golden hour. Yeah. yeah. I thought, what's the name of this article again? <laughs> Bad well, habits of photographers. See, I think most photographers I know get up or you know if they want that morning light they planned for it that's well, not well my triathlon i wonder what stuff, their definition of a photographer I have, I have is. to get up at seven o'clock in the morning or earlier so you get to sleep in no no on my I, normal day i get up at five in the morning mm-hmm. on my normal day oh mm-hmm. that's my normal day is five in the morning um so to me 7 a.m it's like like when i 7 a.m is sleeping in yeah when i go do an event i don't have to be there till 10 and i and it's a less than an hour Mm -hmm. drive i wake up at 8 a.m i to me that's sleeping in Mm -hmm. because my normal they see that's the funny thing about videography and photography so much things you have to do you have to get up really early in the morning doesn't matter that you do your best work at night that you're editing at night that you're writing at night but you always have a reason to get up really early in the morning. The other thing, too, is I try to get there um, to an event like 30 minutes or an hour before. 
And because mm-hmm. I've, I've seen somewhere there's ice on the roads and everyone's driving 10 miles an hour trying to get through these icy roads or whatever else. Uh-huh. Or there's traffic or, you know, some sort of collision or, oh, I took a wrong turn. Now it's going to take me 12 minutes to double back. And it's always nice to get there, you know, a little bit early so you're not rushed and sweating. And then, then you're forgetting stuff because you're trying to grab stuff out of the car and run, 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 run. Right. So, yeah, get there early. Yeah, so they're saying sleeping late and missing that good early light. I don't, I, I don't, see, I don't agree that that's a, mm-hmm. that's a habit. Yeah, because what, what if you're a night shooter? What if you shoot stuff at night? So right. So that, that doesn't. Then, yeah, then that's just your normal, yeah, I don't know. Um, getting lazy, this is, oh, okay, I agree with this one. Getting lazy with uh, white balance settings. I agree with this. Right now, mm-hmm. I have automatic white balance on my camera. I've gotten lazy with it. I also don't have someone standing behind that camera to adjust re- it. Readjusting. We had an incident where uh, the clouds are coming in, and we had to adjust uh, the exposure on the camera. But also, right. too, um, talking about white balance, but exposure with the can- with the film cameras, I'm always using a, a light meter to make sure, like, is this the right exposure? I'm using a light meter, mm-hmm. and um, I've been using shooting film quite a bit now. I'm I'm using a light meter on my digital stuff. And it's like, <laughs> which is a good habit. Yeah. And then it's cool with, with my digital stuff. I take my first shot and it's the exposure is nailed on. Perfect. Normally, uh, without the light meter, I take I guesstimate and then look at the histogram. And I was like, oh, that's a little too hot. Bring it down or whatever. It's too that's not hot enough. Bring it up. But the light meter, it, you know, it saves you time and guessing and you get the right exposure of the first shot. Right. When you're shooting outside, you know, because the sun changes a lot. How often do you, do you revisit your settings? Oh, I mean, it depends on I mean, cloudy or whatnot. But I've done that where, like, a big cloud comes in, I get caught in the moment, and then um, I'm like, oh, darn, that, oh. I, I try to even mm-hmm. set an alarm or something to try to keep an eye on it. Um, well, it's like, like dry, I try to yeah. do at least every half hour to an hour. Uh, I talk to people that said no, every three hours, which I think is just way too long to not pay attention. It's, it's like when you're driving a car, how often do you check the gas tank and the overheating engine mm-hmm. and stuff? And it's a, it's a personal preference on stuff, but I like some of the cameras that have the, the lock settings. So you can't accidentally bump and rotate a dial. So it's too, <laughs> too, you know, right. overexposed or underexposed or stuff. Yeah, and depending on what you're doing, yeah, it's so easy to to just lock everything in out. It's so easy to get lazy on it. Um, so I will. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, I totally agree with it. It's easy to get lazy with white balance and focus as well. It's so easy to get lazy with the focus, especially doing a live event. Like, oh, I gotta grab that right now before they stop. Um, oh wait, focus. So you just throw an auto focus and you just run and gun all day. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's easy to get lazy with that. I think that was a good. I think well, that's the, the f one point two, one point four lens. Everyone's mm-hmm. like, oh, shallow depth of field, everything. But when you're when you're shallow, that shallow, you're gonna miss. It's so narrow. Yeah. You don't need to shoot at f one point something, f two point eight. Bring it on on some of these things. I'm shooting at f seven or f eight. Yeah. I, you know, I, I need to get. Make sure it's in focus, so I'm shooting wider. Uh, you know, I'd rather right. get the shot than than miss it because it's out of focus because of the narrow depth of field. Okay. Um, number four, letting dust get on the sensor. Hmm. The, I, I do a, a quick. I don't leave that um, sensor open that often. I, I do okay. quick, quick, quick. But I, I do clean it every so often. Okay. I, I'll get my kit, take the lens off. Do you think that's an? Do you think that belongs on this list as uh, bad habits? Of not cleaning it or cleaning it. Letting dust get on the sensors. Yeah, that's right. Because then you have to Photoshop out the little 
pixels. Yeah. And then that's that's you're adding more work for yourself. I want someone to clean my lens for my camera. Yeah, but they have the wand for the different, like the 35 or the crop mm-hmm. sensor, and it's like you put like the alcohol on the wand, and you go up, down, left, right, up, down, left, right, and you shine it with your flashlight. A B start. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> and then, uh, so I shine it with my flashlight to see if I see any shadows, uh-huh. and then, um, then I, I take the lens off, and take a picture of a white wall, and then you could see any um, imperfections. I go. Um, to mm-hmm. zoom in and see if I, if, if that imperfection's still there or not. Oh, I, I like this next one too. That this, I totally agree with this being a common uh, bad habit. Settling for the good shot and not looking for more. Hmm. Yeah, that shall work. Yeah, well, yeah, I have my A shot, B shot. Like, I want to go there, I want to get this shot. And then, you, you and every time you that. click, like, oh shit, that cost me money. Mm hmm. I'm sorry, I'm just I'm going back yeah. to what you said earlier. But then, you know, this is like, <laughs> I, well, we have, like, I, we'll agree. I was like, okay, we're going to go there. We're going to do these uh, images. Mm-hmm. But as we're there, like, oh, my God, look at this thing over here. Let's shoot this. So it, when you're in the environment, it, it inspired, in the environment inspires you. You don't know yeah. until you get there. And then you might be shooting something totally different. Yeah, th- there's definitely a, a line there from, oh, I know I could, let's see if I could get a better shot. And then that translates into, I just shot so many pictures and so much video of this one thing because I kept thinking that there's a better shot. I have all these great shots, but now I don't know which one to use. And I spent way so much time, and that's how I end up with the 300 images. Yeah, that's what I like to do. There's definitely a a line. Mm -hmm. Yes, a shot list. A shot list so that I know, okay, I'm going to bring this and this and this, and I don't need to bring all this other gear. And that helps Mm -hmm. get my bag a lot smaller. Yeah, and this author, uh, to, to their credit, they actually mentioned that. You got the shot you came for? Great. Now look behind you. Another good shot? And, and that's where I feel like you get, okay, when do you have the shot that, the you know, have your set of shots and you've got to move on? Yeah. You know? Cause that's and again, it goes to, towards it, what are you doing? Is this a professional gig? Is this, is this you know, your personal thing? And I've, I've done things where I'm, we got the lights and we got the model. Mm-hmm. Every, we got everything lined up, and the background doesn't look right, or just something's not. I was like, I take a few shots, and I'm like, this is not working. Let's move on to the next location. You got to learn to say no. Let's let's move on because you don't want to be stuck in one location. So sometimes saying like, yeah. this is not working. We got to move on, and then then you move. Then you have more time at the next location. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, the next number six, composing poorly or too quickly. Yeah, um, I've seen that with ballet dancers. Y- you zoom in really tight, mm-hmm. you know, their head and shoulders, and then they go, ah! and then their their hands are out of frame. And so, video version's totally different than the audio yeah. version. But by maybe the way. my hands are out horizontally or <laughs> vertically, and then he's you, looking very pretty right now. Yeah. But you know, I was like, oh, so if, if I know I'm shooting a ballet dancer or someone that's going to have their arms flare outward, mm-hmm. make sure I'm shooting wider than I really, I'm shooting really wide. Absolutely. And then, then when they go out for their hands on the top left, bottom right, the, I, got the, I got their whole body. And I, I've learned this too, shoot wider because, you know, you're caught in the moment and your, your camera's crooked. You could crop it, get it nice and straight in post. Because I hate it where it's like a little crooked. I try to get it straight, but then I'm cropping off someone's hand or foot. Right. I'm like, ah, oh, no. 
Oh, man. I, I love being downtown Detroit as often as I am because mm-hmm. especially around, I'm around Campus Martius most of the day. Mm-hmm. And I see these, you know, I see photographers. I see a lot what they do. And uh, um, and and uh, the composing poorly or too quickly. I see them just like, okay, I want to shot. And they grab something real quick, put them somewhere, and they take that picture, and then they're, and they're moving on. Uh, one time I saw this, I'm getting some food at a food truck. And I'm kind of making some jokes because they grabbed one of the electric scooters that was all beat up, mm-hmm. had scratches all over it, and his uh, um, and, and his own model or client or whatever the person he, he mm-hmm. his his, uh, his focus his talent this this man beautiful 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 model um, I don't know if that, that's what he was but beautiful model beautiful suit mm-hmm. and he's standing on this horrible scarred up <laughs> electric scooter which there are uh-huh. other cleaner ones around but i mean i mean the, i mean he is very cleaned up on mm-hmm. this dirty scratched up scooter and i made the joke to uh the guy in the food truck and the food truck guys yeah i'm sure that portageon in the background's not helping either <laughs> oh jeez yeah now of course we don't know how the person's shooting we mm-hmm. don't know that's all, you know, we don't know anything, you know, no. he could have, uh, you know, it could be a very narrow de- death field where we don't see the Porta John. We don't know what this is for. We don't know any of that. Just as an outsider looking, it's like he composed that so fast, mm-hmm. there might've been a better thing. And yeah. it also could just been a target opportunity. You yeah. don't know. I, I had this too, where, um, I had a paid, um, a shoot and, um, we missed the hair. There was like this flower in the hair and the flower flipped upside down and uh-huh. we're getting the backside of the flower, but I'm focusing on, you know, all camera settings and stuff. And I forgot about the hair. I'm like the, the <laughs> oh, stupid no. flower is flipped upside down. Oh I'm like, no. Yeah. That- and I'm like, oh, darn it. You know, so now like on, on some of these um, other shoots, if I have someone tagging along, I, I ask them, I was like, you know, like besides carrying my gear, could you just do a hair check or makeup check? And if, if something's right. wrong, you know, tell yeah. us and stop, you know, stop us so we could get it. And then that, that worked out on a couple other shoots where someone says, oh, her, you know, so-and-so fell off. Let me, and then, then they go and adjust that. Cause yeah. I'm, I'm, fo- I'm, I'm checking focus. It's so I'm great having background. someone with you, even if they're not professional. Yeah. It, Another you know, set of like, eyes. Can yeah. you please, you know, like, look, I may get, you know, I, my job is doing this. And my mind might get, I might get tunnel, tunnel vision. Tunnel vision, yeah. Yeah, can you please do a once-over once in a while for me? Mm-hmm. You know, they might not catch everything. Now, if they're being a paid assistant, <laughs> cool. Um, you know, and then that's you cool. Could, like, you know, you got, like, someone's brother or sister yeah. or, or boyfriend, girlfriend that tags along. And I ask them, hey, could you just do, like, a hair check or if anything's out of place or, oh, yeah. or like, a shoelace is undone or whatever. If you see something, say something. I, I'm, and that oh, saved man. us on so many shoots. I'm a, I had this one person I used to work with. Uh, she, she was a continuity uh, person mm-hmm. and she, she that was her job on several movie sets mm-hmm. and so she uh she came along with me a couple of my shoots and oh man having a continuity director mm-hmm. so wonderful so i would recommend her to anybody and having you know it's one of those things where you don't think of having but mm-hmm. when you have the opportunity they're checking oh yeah that let me readjust this this changed Oh, the actress sneezed or readjusted her glasses. You know, let yeah. me let me change this back like this. And 
Amazing, absolutely amazing. Yeah. Totally I, I, recommend that. I did a two night shoot, a video shoot, yeah. and then um, yeah. So the guy well, he had to wear need, the same I clothes. I just, I just want to clarify that one thing. Of course, hair and makeup. If you can't afford it, that should be like the first person you hire. Hair and mm -hmm. makeup is the first person you hire. Not continuity. Mm -hmm. That's way down the list. Hair and makeup's the first person. Food is the second thing you consider with, with if not the first. Mm -hmm. Just, just, just saying money-wise, if you are going to get someone, don't say, oh, I need a continuity person. No, hair and makeup, that's also their job. Yeah. And like said, um, someone was wearing a chain the first night, mm -hmm. and the second night, he wasn't wearing his chain. I'm like, dude, where's your chain? <laughs> and then it's like, oh, yeah, we got to go back to get it. I was like, it's going to take 20 minutes. I was like, it's going to take 20 minutes. You got to go You got to go back and get that you chain. Yeah, do because it. Because we had, we're doing this night shoot, and it was going to take two nights. And, you know, like like half half his crew wasn't going to be there one night, and the other half was, and we. That's also why you have them like like if you have to, you have them leave their costume there. That way, it's all there. Mm -hmm. There's no forgetting. And you learn from your mistakes too. Mm -hmm. So then I'm like, okay, now, like you said, the continuity thing is huge. Mm -hmm. You make that one mistake, and then you don't make it again. Okay, the next on the list, uh, seven out of nine. Uh, we're on seven. Chimping. I don't know what chimping is. Chimping is like, so like the like you go, you take a picture and you look at what you got. Okay. You can't chimp on a film camera, which is oh. nice. Oh. Uh, the noise again. I'll go, take the photo. But on a film camera, I don't know what it looks like. But on digital, you say, you, you, I, I've seen people do that where they're, they're chimping too long. You got the talent out posing, leaning against a tree or a post or whatever. And the photographer, he's just enamored by this photo. He's zooming in. He's looking at it. And I'm like, dude, dude, it's like three minutes. You got to keep moving. Yeah. And that, that's that chimping. I mean, you got to like just – I just do a quick chimp to see like my exposure is good. And um, I'm in focus. Good. I do click, 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 click. But, you know, I, everyone's guilty of it now, you know. But some people – They're reviewing, like said, yeah. They're reviewing it and they're taking too long. I'm like, no, you got to that, – that, It's a great add-on to this list. Mm -hmm. Totally agree. Yeah, that's – I didn't know that it was called. Again, I'm more of a yeah. videographer than you know. And me reviewing a shot takes longer than 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 but a I photo. But I see if you're going jump. if you're going from location to location to location, you know. But then what? What if you Absolutely. want to look, view a you know like a scene that you shot, and then if it's a you know yeah. if it took depends you on 10 situation. Minutes, Everything yeah. depends on the situation. Mm -hmm. But then that's also cool that if you had another person that chimp for you and they could go through right. and then say, hey, there was a, that port john that's behind the shot here. Could we take another? <laughs> I would assume do, that's your friend walking with you going, hey, you know there's a port john in this shot, right? Yeah. But yeah, if he, yeah. And with this, but then again, we again, uh, it could have been a narrow death of field or yeah. you, you don't know. A lot of the new cameras now, they have that Wi-Fi thing. And you, so you could... Uh, tether your camera oh, yeah, your to, to your uh, tablet device mm. and and then so it's bigger screen then you know if it's in focus or what it looks like because looking at the itty bitty screen you don't know really right. so it's nice that you could look at the big screen okay. uh, number eight self-doubt and waiting others to say it's a good photo i think that's that um i think that's a gimme i i don't feel you know um i, I don't know just 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 you're mm. a photographer you're meant to be here you're good don't you don't need to validate yourself, especially while you're shooting. See, there's it's the salesman person that um, we got some people that are really good photographers, but they don't know how to sell themselves. Mm -hmm. And then we got some other people that know how to sell themselves, but 
their photos are like, eh, right. I don't know, but they know how to sit. They're a salesman and they go and they, oh, and, man, they and they go door right. to door and it's like, Hey, look, Porta Johns. Yeah. That's what I was saying <laughs> earlier. Yeah. yeah. We got traffic going by here. Porta Johns <laughs> on a trailer. But yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the salesmen and mm-hmm. the people that aren't, uh, that, that, I'm sorry. Yeah, you know, yeah, I got, got they got the sa- the salesman that could sell anything, mm-hmm. you know, and um, I mean, imagine you got salesman that sells the porta johns that drive by, you oh, know. Yeah. I mean, you got to sell it, you know. That that's your living, right? But yeah, I've I've seen some beautiful photos on 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 social media that, you know, it it doesn't they don't have that audience and it's like, it yeah, sucks. yeah. I I know one photographer, excellent salesperson, uh, and he will post every single picture he takes he will he'll go on take the 300 pictures and post every single one of them mm-hmm. including like 20 shots of the same thing mm-hmm. you know if you took your time and actually reviewed these and only put up good ones uh, uh, but, but that's part of the sell that's part yeah. of the sell because it's mm-hmm. that number pitch he knows how to sell himself yeah that, mm-hmm. that that was part of his pitch and and somehow he was able to sell that yeah. good for him mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and the last one here is sense, uh, experiencing sensory overload when traveling to a new place. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. Um, I don't know how many times where I have to tell myself, okay, this is the place we're shooting at. Let me walk around first. And then I'm like, oh, that's great. That's awesome. Oh, oh, mm-hmm. I better get this before it's too late. Yeah. Um, it's still going to be there later on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, and, and if it's not, you know what? You have to take this time to calm down. It's important to, you know, you know again, I'm looking from an event videography standpoint, uh, especially when it's during an event and I mm-hmm. don't, you know, I didn't get to do a preview or anything like mm-hmm. that. I'm walking while I've, all this stuff Well, if it's an event, you'd rather get the shot than you have it. And right. Then, you know, maybe you need a setup shot for whatever. Right. But sometimes I really do need to walk around first, mm-hmm. um, especially because I need to know what I need. Uh, if I don't you already might have know. like the. Um, I, I pretty much know my events and what I need now, but sometimes I don't. Like film festivals, uh, it can be. It, it, you never know what you're walking into. Mm-hmm. I've, you know, I've, you know, there's several different film festivals I've been to, and almost everyone's a completely different situation. Mm-hmm. You know, especially if I'm going to record there, I don't know, and or have a booth. It's like when I set up a booth, you're going to want to walk around first and kind of mm-hmm. get an idea of what's going on. You know, like you said, the booth. You want to make sure you, if you're filming all this stuff, you want, mm-hmm. do you want to give some of the booth people some love and attention? So you want to give them like, hey, can I get a shot of you with with your stuff that you're selling? Right. And you could incorporate that into the video or the photo. And yeah. But anyway, well, you know, you, mm-hmm. I'm sure you experience that when you walk into to a new area, you know, oh, that's beautiful, that's beautiful, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then it goes back to what would someone buy the shot? Yes. And then if no, then don't take. The, it's beautiful. Don't take a photo of it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. It goes back to why are you taking 300 shots of something? Mm-hmm. You know, and you kind of got to remind yourself. Again, something that happens when you're hiking on a beautiful trail or or just something awesome happens. So, Jason, where can we find your stuff at? Um, you can find me on Facebook, Jason Pelushnak, and or um, I'm Instagram, uh, Detroit underscore gun. You could find me there. Oh, so you could find you by Instagram, Detroit underscore gun. Yeah. That's probably way easier than trying to yeah. uh, you find spell me there, your last name. Then you find me at other locations. Yeah. Okay. And you're pretty Googleable too, if you can't play, yeah. if you can't spell Jason Plushnack. Mm-hmm. Did I say it right? Yep. 
awesome. And now I need a little snack. Um, yeah, it says Palouche snack, right? Yeah. Cool. Uh, and, of course, I'm Toden from Toden.com, MediaLairSandwich.com is a website. Uh, share this to your friends if you think this is helpful at all. Please share it to your friends. Let them know that we're here every week on DVRadio.net and also YouTube and Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, a uh, ton of other apps, iTunes, if that's still a thing. Um, I, I think they changed their name or something. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, we're all over the podcast stuff. And, of course, there's the video version on the websites and YouTube. Uh, so, yeah, let us know your thoughts. And you can always listen your, your thoughts on the Facebook group, uh, Media Layer Sandwich group. And you can talk to us numerous different ways, including emailing podcasts at medialittersandwich.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And may the algorithms be in your favor. Later. <laughs>